Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And Empowered Love Radio is now being broadcast live across the Speak Up and Talk radio network. And you can listen to their shows by going to speakuptalkradio.com. So this week's radio show and article is called Meeting the Narcissist. And this is an article about so much more than recognizing red flags. And it's also about more than intuition and choices. And my greatest hope in regard to this article is that you no longer feel like you can or will be taken in by a narcissist for this reason. Because a narcissist can dupe anyone. And I hope that by listening to this radio show that you're going to be so much clearer on how this is just not true. And this radio show is not about blaming or shaming you if you have been taken in by a narcissist and it's not about questioning your intelligence. Rather, it is about empowering you with the truth. And I want to start off by explaining something very important because we can learn a lot from examining the natural order of how life works. In the wild, there are predators. A lioness does not go for the biggest, strongest buck. Instead, she picks off the injured deer at the edge of the pack. Predators don't target strong, capable animals. They single out prey with weaknesses and with vulnerabilities. They choose an animal that will convert into a meal without too much of a fight. And I promise you that there are huge correlations here with the ways a narcissist chooses a victim. The lioness needs to feed herself and her cubs. She can't afford to exert energy without getting a result. Similarly, narcissists desperately need narcissistic supply to emotionally exist. And they can't afford to exert too much energy without claiming the prize. Now, there may be people listening to this right now who feel indignant about what I've just said and that's really understandable because you may have chosen to subscribe to the huge consensus in many of these forums that narcissists targeted you because you were so whole or so strong or because you had the best to offer and once upon a time I righteously really did believe that belief as well. And the terrible problem with me taking on that belief 
which I later discovered was miles away from the truth, was that that belief was not helping me get well. Instead, what it was doing, it was making me feel like a powerless victim and I felt really unsafe in the world to be me as myself. And I was so terrified after being narcissistically abused and being pounced on and exploited and abused and damaged again by evil people that I could not walk outside my front door without having panic attacks and meltdowns. And in fact, my complicated traumatic stress disorder and agoraphobia was so acute that it ended up where I was told I would never recover from those anxiety disorders and I would need three antipsychotics in order to even function. And thank God that I didn't subscribe to that at the end of the day and I didn't go along with the contemporary beliefs. Thank God I no longer believe today that I was a powerless victim targeted by a narcissist with no choice or any power in the situation. And thank God I realized the truth and I did the essential work on myself so that never again did I believe life is unsafe. And today, in stark contrast, I am far from an injured deer about to be somebody's meal. Instead, I'm playing, running, dancing, singing, and I'm shining a light that is so big that I know that it dissolves darkness. And there are absolutely still things that I am working on and I'm up-leveling and I'm constantly growing and that's never going to stop. But the big thing that has changed now is I am not in fear of life and other people anymore. In fact, I've never felt so free and empowered in my whole life, even way before I was narcissistically abused. And this level of wellness is what I am so passionate about bringing to people. And I know it never happens when we hang on to untruths about being powerless victims. I know now that the only reason I was targeted was because I used to be susceptible and now I'm not. And this is why I'm no longer living within the emotional chemicals of the trauma and the fear and the pain. The truth sets us free. It puts us back into our bodies, our own awareness and our own development. And it not only helps us get well, it also inoculates us from being lame and at the edge of the pack, ripe to be picked off in the future. So... From the lion's mouth, that's what this part is about. And what it's about is some time ago, quite a few years ago, I tried to heal narcissists who came forward for quantum freedom healing. Narcissists that admitted being narcissists and wanted help for it. And it is true that there are narcissists in narcissistic injury who will admit to being narcissists. Now, the sad thing was, was these healing sessions never lasted long because as soon as the narcissist started to come out of narcissistic injury with some healing, their ego, which had temporarily crumbled and had left access to the real person inside, 
in narcissistic injury, the ego would reinstate and it would just be back to unconscious pathological business as usual where there's no ability to heal without humility and realness and the ego is everything that that's not. But however, during this time of narcissistic injury, it was really fascinating because I could ask questions and get answers to what made the narcissist tick and what they were aware of and why they operate the way that they do, which was incredibly revealing. And I knew that the hugest thing for a narcissist, their drug is narcissistic supply. It's all about getting that. So I questioned these narcissists about how they target people for narcissistic supply. And they all told me that they knew who to target. And these were people who were giving, yet had trouble asserting themselves and standing up for themselves. And it was ultimately people who were too nice to lay boundaries. It was also people that were very susceptible to compliments very susceptible to having their ego stroked and people who were trusting too quickly and people who had trouble saying no. And the narcissists all said that right from the start that they would test the boundaries, they'd give them a prod, they'd give them a little shove and then a little bit more and a little bit more to see if they could get in. They also told me that there were people who would reject them who would repel them when they started pushing the boundaries and not go along with them. And that there was actually many of those people. And that the narcissist would get really angry and seethe inside and even bag these people out behind their back. But they would leave them alone because they knew that there wasn't going to be the payoff. Now from the other side of the fence, I know this to be true as well because I receive emails and I have for quite some years from people who do repel narcissists, who find out what they are and they've emailed me about them. And these are even people who've had no exposure to narcissists before. So it's like somewhere in a conversation, they've been talking with somebody and they've said, oh my gosh, that sounds like a narcissist, they've looked up my information, they've found me, they've emailed me about it. And these types of people have stated that after the first day or two of receiving too many texts, as an example, they realised that this person felt wrong and unhealthy to be with, so they pulled away. And people who after a little while got a weird vibe from the person, when they didn't fulfill some type of narcissistic, unrealistic demand, and when they spoke up for their rights, and then they saw the narcissist unravel before their eyes with stuff like projection or narcissistic rage or tit-for-tat, childish, ridiculous behaviour or comments and actions that just felt really, really off or unsavoury. And also people who suspected evidence of the narcissist lies early, confronted the narcissist, then received evasion, defences, attacks or more lies and then realised it and ended the relationship promptly. Now I know that many narcissistic abuse forums would argue that these people weren't hooked yet. Yet the truth is we all put up with behaviour that was not right before we were hooked. 
or maybe the truth is because so many of us, we desperately wanted to believe that this person was the person of our dreams, that we'd actually hooked ourselves right from the start. And that's why we choose to miss warning signs. In all of the thousands of cases that I've worked with, I have never met one person who, when being honest, couldn't tell me the numerous red flags and warning signs they saw but they chose to dismiss. This we need to get really clear about. Narcissists are not that clever. They have gaps. They are loose. They are a pathological self who has to try to act acceptable and normal. And all acts do have cracks. So I really want to talk about authenticity as the true defence. I promise you this, when you start becoming your true self and when you're no longer self-abandoning and when you start showing up authentically, you will easily flush a narcissist to the surface. Now the truth is, narcissists rely on people not doing this. Narcissists need people to be living in the shadows themselves for the narcissistic shadows to operate undetected. And the problem was, we were all not anchored in our true self because none of us, unless we were really, really fortunate, had parents who modelled authentic communication. We were not taught to listen to and trust our gut, question, honour ourselves, speak up and risk being truthful. Rather, our role models showed us how to hide facts, bottle up, keep the peace, not make waves and say what people wanted to hear. Or conversely, to make inquiry statements or create conflict in unhealthy ways that hands our power over. When we start living honestly, openly, transparently, whilst feeling whole and clean inside, which means that we're, we're not needing anyone else to grant us ourselves, we see who is in the shadows. We see who can't be with us at this level of authenticity. And we see who comes undone at the seams when we do shine a huge big torch of calm, solid truth and directness on an issue. And we can be whole enough to know when people do come undone. But this is not my deal. This is not my responsibility. And we can detach and leave it alone. And we can go on merrily creating and generating wholesomeness, truth and honesty without need or expectation. If a certain person doesn't meet us there, that's okay. Because we're a model being that in life and we are going to generate the healthy resources and people who can meet us at that level. And if a person doesn't match up, narcissistic or not, that person didn't owe us anything. They just weren't a match for us. Now we all know how many people obsess about he or she was this or that and how terrible that is. I used to do that. And you know what I say now about that? So what? It really doesn't matter because that's the gig. And in no shape or form does 
a person who is whole, which is our goal to become whole, we don't need to obsess about it. We don't make, need to make it our issue because there are too many other wonderful people and situations in the world that we can be involved with. Personally, my entire life changed after narcissistic abuse and it needed to. Because if I hadn't changed my life and changed myself in order to change my life, I wouldn't be alive after what happened to me. And if I was, I would only be alive, medicated like a zombie, and that certainly would not be living. What changed is, I understood why I had been targeted. And I understood the devastating cost I'd suffered because of my programming that was not allowing me to show up in life authentically. And I knew that I had to make it my greatest mission to heal that if I wanted to have a productive, healthy, happy life. So I want to talk about bringing the power home to ourselves because this is not about blaming victims for what happened to us. It's about creating awareness, empowerment and healing so that we can heal and so that narcissists can't take people in. There are some really empowering and honest questions we can ask ourselves if we became enmeshed with narcissists. And these are questions that start to provide healing and relief. And these are questions such as, did I love myself enough? Did I trust my own intuition and gut? Did I talk myself out of the warning signs because I was needy? Did I project onto this person the image of them I wanted them to be and dismiss all other evidence that presented? I know I did that to the hilt with both narcissists. I did all of these things with both narcissists. Did I try to force this person to be the source of my life rather than being prepared to be that for myself? Now, why are questions like this so important? This is why they're so important. Because until we become the generative source of our own experience by going through the experiences, by growing through the experiences that we've had and we've suffered, we have no power. The power is always handed over to someone or something else. And that is what causes powerlessness and pain. So much more than what happened to us. I would really like to repeat that statement to you so that you can fully absorb it. The power you are handing over to someone or something else is what causes powerlessness and pain. So much more than what happened to you. The people who were narcissistically abused and picked off by a predator like, like I was, were like I was, scared to speak up. We were not in tune with trusting and backing our own feelings. And until my recovery journey, I hadn't realized just how disconnected I was from listening to my own inner truth. And the truth was I had no idea how to self-partner. 
I would ear to logical facts and other people's opinions or simply be so confused about whether or not my own feelings had any merit at all and I certainly didn't believe I had a voice that inevitably I went along with, with what others wanted instead believing they had more authority and clues about my life than I did and I also had the terrible fear that if I did show up and I did voice what what I I needed or wanted that I'd be rejected or I'd be abandoned or I'd be abused. Those were my fears, so I didn't do it. I remember meeting the first narcissist for the first time, and I was totally turned off by his dark vibe the moment I laid eyes on him, and that was my intuition screaming out, "Danger! Yuck! No!" But yet later in the night, when he started charming me, I dismissed the original feelings. With narc number two, when I received an email from him from the dating site, I thought, this guy's got some pretty big issues. Then when I spoke to him on the phone, the tone of his voice had some sort of edge in it that made me feel uneasy. But yet on paper, he added up, and this is why I continued on. He seemed to have all the values I wanted, so I dismissed what my instincts were telling me. Then huge warning signs turned up only a week into it, and again I justified them away. With knock number one, I was like a lamb sitting on the plate ready to be skewered with no fight. Even though he was loose, aggressive, drunk, rebellious, he was crazy, he was naughty. And that just goes to show the level of my own development at the time. I concluded he was the man of my dreams because he was attractive and spiritual and intelligent and adored me, apparently. Number two, I was totally in my head buying the nice guy story. Even though my body was recoiling with so many comments that he made. This one was a real standout. He'd say this, you can ask every woman I've been with how I constantly told them they were not good enough for me. What on earth was I thinking? Of course I was going to end up being that next woman. (laughs) But what I was thinking at the time was hopefully, finally, this is a man who can take away my pain and be everything I need to have a great life. So I chose to create all my self wanting stories around all the good information that I could dissect and I completely ignored everything else because I wanted my version to be right. If you take one thing out of this radio show today, I really want it to be this. Getting taken in by a narcissist actually has nothing to do with the narcissist. It has to do with these questions. Were we capable of tuning into and listening to and trusting and backing ourselves? And were we capable of showing up in life from a position of empowerment and authenticity rather than neediness, hiding and self-deception? Because if we were not anchored in and expressing our own authentic selves, we were a lame deer at the edge of the pack right to be picked off by a predator. Recovery is all about correcting that, not learning all there is to know about narcissists. I promise you that. 
No amount of focusing on and blaming narcissists is going to develop you into your empowerment and authenticity. All it does is what it did for me for a long time, which is cement your powerlessness, anxiety disorders and sickness even more. So I really want you to understand that if you want to believe that this radio show is about me victim bashing and blaming, you're just not ready to hear the truth yet. And that's okay because hopefully one day you may be ready like I eventually was, which was right at my near-death experience where it was make or break. That's when I finally got it. And generally that's what happens is when we've had enough of the pain that comes through as a result of being a powerless victim and we have no other option left. There's nothing left outside of ourselves to keep pointing the finger at or to hang on to. That's when generally we come inside and we come inside to the truth. So this next part is about showing up authentically. When we start living life from the inside out as a generative source of our own experience, we reflect and we can clearly see, we recognize the results every time that we have had that strong gut feeling and we ignored it. And that is in every area of our life. We always had the gut feeling about everything. And when we ignored that, we paid a huge price. We all have inner radars, yet we've been taught to detach from them, dismiss them and ignore them. And this is what has created the holocaust of abuse, our own disconnection from ourselves. And that's what's led us to experiences with other people who are also disconnected from themselves. People who are terminally unconscious. And narcissists are the clear winners in that department. So when I really realized the truth about what had been going on, after narcissistic abuse, I realized there was no way that I could afford to keep living life like that. And the other disasters in my life had not been big enough to get my attention. And it still took two narcissists to really bring this lesson home that being unconscious was not an option anymore. Hence, my own relationship and connection to myself became paramount so that I could heal and develop enough to show up honouring my feelings and so that I could eventually learn how to speak up and assert boundaries calmly, solidly and healthily without the fears of rejection and abandonment and criticism and abuse. I knew it was vital to become my own generative source rather than needily trying to force other people to provide it for me. And this is the deal. Moving forward, I did meet narcissists when I was working on my development and I learned to flush them out and detach and move on. And what was wonderful is I didn't lose any sleep over it. And I started to feel really excited and empowered every time I graduated. And after doing that, I didn't fear narcissists anymore. And then after that, 
they just didn't show up in my life anymore. And after that, they were no longer my reality. And mind you, I am not saying or professing to be a perfect force or have life perfectly in any shape or form. And what I mean by that is I don't always know if my intuition is 100% correct. But what I do know is that I am 100% committed with fierce self-dedication to partner myself. Which means I investigate whether this is mine. And I honestly confront and be real when I'm triggered into not right feelings. And I'm totally prepared to have the difficult conversations, which means being really transparent and authentic in order to clarify matters. And then what that does is it grants more information. I get my answer. I get to see what comes back from doing that. And then that allows me to make choices that build my life forward without the fear or regret that I've made the wrong choice. And that means that absolutely I have ended relationships that are not based on authenticity. And I've been able to do that without regret. And I had to work very, very hard to get myself to that level of self-partnering and emotional development. That's the truth. It wasn't just a logical decision. It was something I had to heal myself towards. And the reason why it took development was because I had a lot of false beliefs and fear and pain and emotional inner damage that was making that virtually impossible to do in the past. I had too much fear about, I didn't even know how to show up authentically. So my life now and the level of how I live in life is universes apart from how I lived before narcissistic abuse. I was asleep before all of this. I was unconscious. And I'd been drastically unconscious about what I was creating in life, what I was generating, what I was allowing and how I was showing up. And that led me to wanting to become as conscious as possible so that that, I couldn't go through that again. And so that I was able to generate healthy results instead. And I learned Throughout all of this, the fundamental vital truth, no one else is responsible for my healthy boundaries or for generating my well-being. As an adult human being who is no longer a helpless child, the absolute truth is I'm responsible for it. As victims, we mistakenly hold other people responsible and this drastically hands our power away. Our development is all about becoming our authentic selves, partnering, backing, and being in life truthfully with ourselves and others. And then I promise you, you will not attract narcissists after a few necessary graduations of you showing up and flushing them out and knowing you can deal with them. And knowing that you can move on and not even give it a backward glance. 
Have you ever heard that expression that when you no longer fear walking under ladders that there will be none in your path? That is such a powerful metaphor of the truth. Because when you no longer fear narcissists and you are just showing up in your powerful authenticity, then life and the universe will say, I don't need to give you those anymore. You've passed You've graduated. But we need to know this. As long as we remain powerless and a victim and we don't take out our own development and we don't become an authentic self, that very vibe of fear and pain and I'm terrified of narcissists is exactly the vibe that keeps them coming into our world. When you become an authentic self, you are inoculated against narcissists. Because where there is pure light, which means authenticity, there can be no darkness, which means false selves. And that's just period. It's a natural fact and it's a quantum fact. Narcissists are repelled by your authentic presence as powerfully as another great myth which has so much truth to it which is the myth of vampires recoiling in daylight please think about that it is so true because light dissolves all darkness so therefore our mission is to heal and become safe in life our mission is not to learn all we can to protect ourselves against darkness, which means that we contract and we put up defenses and we recoil. And it doesn't work because when we do that, we are just polluting our inner being with more fear and pain and darkness. It doesn't work. Rather, what does work is to clean up ourselves and empower ourselves and free ourselves of fear and pain so that we become a huge, bright light. And I want you to feel that because it feels incredibly powerful because it's the truth. So I really, really hope that this radio show has cleared up some victimized myths for you and I hope that you can feel deeply inside you the truth, the way forward and what your ultimate goal is, which is who you need to become. In just three days, I'm hosting another, the next, Three Keys to Thriving After Narcissistic Abuse webinar, where I am sharing the exact steps and tools that I've applied to help thousands of people shift beyond their fear and pain and become their empowered authentic selves in order to not just survive narcissistic abuse but thrive as a result of it. So I would really love you to join me in there because that is taking this conversation today even further for you to understand the truth about all of this. So to join me, I'd love you to go to www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash free webinar, which is the one word. So I am really looking forward to this blog article coming out. 
so that you can really go through it and really go over this information. And I'd love you to share your questions and your comments on the blog and I will be answering every one of them that I can. So that is it for me from this week. And I will catch you next week and lots of love. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.